One of the ways that I think of our practices, because they are practices, there's many of them, is that um, we've had millions and millions of mind moments of leaving presence. That, that each of us has, you know, a, our favorite constellation of how we leave, but we all have exit strategies that we've, we've practiced those over and over again. They're well-grooved pathways. So we actually hear what we're doing is finding our way back home, developing those pathways so that we become more and more skilled at homecoming, at being here. And there are certain strategies that are pretty um, useful for a lot of people. And so we teach the ones that are perhaps the most useful for broad numbers, but ultimately, because we each have all our own ways of exiting, each one of us is going to have to sense what works best for us in coming back. So no matter what instructions you hear, you're going to find within it that at times you have to kind of go your own way in it, and that's quite fine. In fact, there's really no way for us to wake up unless we're paying attention over and over again to what's actually um, bringing more clarity and more openness to ourselves in the moment. What does seem to serve everyone that I know is in some way these two, uh, they're, they're kind of attitudes or wings of attention which are really that quality of interest, that there be some deep curiosity about truth. You know, what is really true? Really what's here? Really what's happening? And in the deepest sense, what am I? that interest, and the other is friendliness. And if we have an edge of, uh, I, this practice should be different, I should be different, I should, right, this moment should be different. If there's um, a lot of doubt about, uh, that kind of undercuts us and, and, and is always kind of questioning, am I doing it right? What'll happen is that we'll get tighter and tighter. So. It serves to give yourself the benefit of the doubt, to wherever possible, just say, you know, it's okay. The way Hughes describes so beautifully, just that gesture of kindness, and to drop it. You can trust that awareness is waking up, it's happening, and you're trying to find your ways to align. And we're each, uh, the phrase that Pat uses, we're each contemplative artists, we're each kind of finding which, which colors in the palette work best for us. Now, in this coming back process, this coming home, this relaxing back, the biggest thing that happens is we come back and it's not crystal rainbows of light and beauty and, you know, it, what we're finding is there's a clutch, there's anxiety, there's fear, there's depression, there's, there's stuff. And so part of uh, really where the courage is and the dedication, the curiosity and the friendliness is, okay, you know, what is happening and, and how can I be with this? Can whatever is going on, can we find our way to in some way bring a quality of gentleness to that? And we invite you to explore that in the groups, different whatever's coming up, different ways of coming into presence with the sleepiness. How many of you had that one? Can I see by hands? <laughs> yeah. So put your hands, if you don't mind, raise your hands once more and then look around the room. 
And in case you were judging yourself, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to waste this whole retreat just sleeping through the instructions, you know, it's just universal. So it's not what's happening. It's how we're relating to it. That's where the suffering can be. Imagine whatever you're going through, that if you did a scan around the room, you'd see half the hands up. Just remember that. It helps. It's not so personal. Know that the, the bottom line is that there's nothing wrong. It's just all practice in befriending the life that's here. Okay, let me check in with you and see if there's any um, particular questions in the room. Bonnie has the mic and um, we will also explore the walking practice before we break here. Does anybody have a question about what you noticed in this morning's practice, about the instructions? Thank you. During the sitting, I'm able to get in touch with the one who is watching. And, but my question is, is it desirable to try to bring that into your daily life? And if you were able to do that, what would it feel like? It seems like it might detach you from what's actually going on? It, it's a great question because being able to be able to relax back enough to just sense, okay, this is the presence that's aware actually creates a tremendous amount of freedom. But in daily life, if we, it's a very powerful way to not be attached to what's going on, but it can also be a subtle way of being disembodied. So the first kind of layer of inquiry is, are you fully awake in your body? If you're fully embodied and aware of that presence, that's, that's really being free. But typically what happens is we try to jump into being the one who's aware and leave behind <laughs> the emotional, physical beingness that's here and then, we're, um, then it's actually splintered and, and fragmented. So emphasize embodiment. Is that, does that resonate for you? Yes, it does. I, I'm not quite sure how it would actually feel. And I guess it's just something to try to in experience daily life? <laughs> In daily life. How right. about yes. in daily life are here, first make sure to establish a full sense of being awake in your body and your heart and just sense if there's anything asking for attention in this embodied beingness and let that be your gateway. Because we can go into that empty openness, but it needs to be through the aliveness of the body. Thank you, that helps. Yeah. I'm noticing the, um, the hypnotic effect of hearing the teacher's voices, which normally isn't such a bad thing, or I don't, I don't sense it that way. And maybe like on your Monday nights, I'm used to, um, I'm, I'm just not used to a lot of, I mean, most of my practice is me sitting there mm -hmm. by myself daily. There's no, there's no voice. So I'm, how do I relate to this? Could be wonderfully hypnotic until it starts making me fall asleep, sort of. And so, I, how so do I relate just, to that? So that's what's happening is that the hypnotic quality is, uh, is making you sleepy? I think that's what, I, I don't think that's what's making me sleepy. I think mm -hmm. that's 
a conduit. Okay. So then sleepiness is the place to bring mindfulness to. And this is going to be true with any challenging energy that comes up. So sleepiness is what came up. It's not important whether it came up because of the hypnotic voice or came up because, you know, in two sittings from now you're sleepy and it's just because you're sleepy. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what set it off. More that when that comes up, then it's, okay, so how am I relating to sleepiness? And typically, I mean, there's, there's really two levels of how we're going to work with anything. And one level is to notice, you know, uh, is there judging? Are we making it wrong? I mean, how many of you notice with sleepiness in some way you didn't like it, you felt like it wasn't supposed to be happening or it was an interference with your meditation? Can I see? I mean, that's very common, that we think what's happening is interfering with our meditation. And in time, let there be less lag time between remembering, oh, okay, so this is the meditation right now. It's, I'm, sleep, I'm sleepy Buddha, as they say, you know. And that's just the energy. It's the weather of the moment. And really the inquiry is, can we relate to it with some interest? Now with sleepiness, it's hard to rev up interest, but okay, what is sleepiness like? Is there a heaviness in the lids? Is the chest feel kind of weighty? Is there a sense of a little squeeze of fear that goes with sleepiness and the vulnerability? What, what goes on? And can we be gentle with that? So curious, gentle. Okay. That's one piece. Then there's one other level of working with these energies, and that is that there are skillful um, practices that can help to balance them out some. You don't want to get addicted to the antidotes because then you're, then you're just in managing mode. But with sleepiness, it helps to sit up a little taller, just to kind of sit up taller. For me, if I'm sleepy, I open my eyes. I mean, there's no rule that you have to close your eyes. It helps to collect the attention a certain way, but you can get over-collected and go into a swamp at times. So feel free to open your eyes. Um, I often stand up. I do standing meditation about about equally to sitting meditation. So you can stand up. Um, You can listen to sound. Sound tends to uh, perk up the mind a little more than the breath, which can lull you more. So these are are just ways of working with an energy. But again, the liberating practice is how you're relating to it. So I'm really appreciative you brought it in because it might have been the voice, but it it happens anyway. Yeah, thank you.